Russia warns Germany. The late Pope Benedict says homosexual clubs change the atmosphere of seminaries. And Newsmax gets canceled by DirecTV. All of this and more today on End Time. Welcome to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy that you have joined us today. There are open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. The Russian bear has warned the German leopard. Very interesting news coming out of Russia today, Doug. Yeah, um, and very so interesting that's news. That's particularly interesting to us because of what we've been talking about for a long time. We're going to dive off into this story. Before we do, I want to remind you that Dave and Jana are in Fort Worth this evening. They are holding a conference um, at 7 p.m. in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, so it's specifically going to be in the city of Fort Worth. Go to endtime.com slash events or give us a call at 800-END-TIME to learn more about that. We would love for you to come out and meet Dave and Jana and have a great time talking about how you can understand the end time and how it impacts you today. So Doug, what's up with this Russian bear warning the German leopard? Well, I like how you worded that because, it, you know, I mean... It wasn't me. It's all God. It's, it is all God. But yeah, so these, these German leopard tanks, they're talking about... Now, a story broke yesterday. Germany has now said, yes, we can send these leopard tanks into Ukraine, help fight this war against uh, Russia. And so we've, we saw... That came out yesterday. Then today, Russia warns that if they do this, apparently uh, they use uranium-enriched shells, I, I guess, from what I understand about this article. And they've been used before. And when they were used before, they caused some problems. And so Russia is saying now if they come in with these German Leopard tanks and they use these uranium shells that are armor-piercing, that they that Russia will look at this as if they've used a dirty bomb against the Russian military. So, of course, you can figure what that's going to imply is if you use dirty nuclear bombs against us, we're going to use nuclear bombs against you. And so, yeah, the threat's gone up a level now. So, if the world government beast in Revelation mm -hmm. has the feet of a bear yeah. and heads of leopard, a leopard... Has the body of a leopard. Body of a leopard. Yes. Then... Um, it doesn't seem like there's going to be a big blow-up over this, right? Like it's not like Russia's going to nuke Germany, right? Yeah, that would be. You, that's not going to happen. So we know that's not going to happen. But uh, it's very interesting that they're doing this because it's almost as if Russia is saying, "Look, it's now the way they look at it. We are at war with the West." What yesterday we also got breaking news that uh, Biden was going to send. Uh, Bradley fighting vehicles and tanks over in the Ukraine as well. Now, when he does that, he, he says he's done it. Mm -hmm. So, who's who's driving though? Who, who's who's operating these vehicles? Right. So, th the article that was out yesterday about Germany sending tanks, they said that they are bringing Ukrainians into Germany to teach them how to drive these tanks, and then they'll be sending them back with the tanks. So, I'm only assuming that somehow or another, either we are training over there somewhere or they're coming here and we're training them here to drive our vehicles as well. Unless 
uh, unless they've already been trained on how to do this. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about who's driving those things. So but. we just drop off tanks and man, I guess it's kind of leave like it to them. Daddy giving you the keys to the car for the weekend. I guess it's uh, it's kind of a risky thing there. But yeah, Russia is very upset about this, and you know, so we we have this prophecy also, uh, you know, about a war that's going to start and many people are worried is this the war is is this world war three is this the six trumpet war and uh of course we keep saying we don't believe it is because we know from revelation uh 9 13 uh it tells us that that emanates out of that um area of the euphrates river where these four spirits are loosed to start this war and so we've always believe that it's going to happen somewhere there in the Middle East along that region. And of course, there's things, you know, that are pretty hot there too. The story we did yesterday about America and Israel having the training where they were dropping live ammo on mock mm -hmm. uh, Iranian nuclear facilities. So there's a lot going on right now. We don't believe that this is going to turn into the, the Russian-Ukrainian war. It's not going to turn into World War III. But it takes it up another level where now you've you got to kind of watch it. Well, I mean, if, you're, if you've got um, Russia threatening to nuke you, yeah. that's going to draw some attention. A lot of attention. And is Putin even capable of, of handling such a war? You know, I know that, that there's been speculation that he's preparing to resign. Yeah. Um, so, but he gets to pick his own predecessor, who's probably just going to carry Putin on Jr. what he's doing. <laughs> Somebody, uh, but you know, I mean, also Vince, you know, right before we came on the air today, we saw that there was a story that uh, a Russian war vehicle has been spotted in the uh, Atlantic Ocean, mm -hmm. uh, close to the United States, that's carrying this hypersonic missile that can be here like in seconds. Seven thousand miles per hour is what I read. Yeah. It's nine times the speed of sound. So it makes you wonder, why are they there? And of course, we know they're there. We've detected them and know, and they're watching them. I think the U.S. Coast Guard is watching them right now. So I, the question would be, if this thing is armed with that type of missile, are they expecting to go to war over this? So it, it has beefed it up a little bit and, and made it a little hotter than it was before, but I still don't believe that we're we're there yet, that we can say that this could lead to World War III. So we talk about World War III. Yeah. Um, from a biblical perspective, can you kind of give the brief overview of what that is? What's prophecy say? Yeah, so that prophecy, like I said before, it talks about these four spirits that are bound in the uh, river Euphrates, and when they're loosed, there will be an army of 200 million men that will start this war, cause this war, and that one-third of mankind will be killed by the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone. So if, if they start or cause it, mm -hmm. In this particular case, if I'm trying to look at it through that lens, does Germany have a 200 million man army? No, they do not. But this is, uh, if, if Russia were to say this is Russia against the West and, and take war with NATO, I'm not sure how many uh, military forces NATO could, uh, could put on the ground. And of course, you know, people will look at that perspective and say, well, NATO didn't start this war, Russia did. Uh, well, you know, that could be argued two ways because like we've talked about before, when the Berlin Wall came down, there were special uh, meetings held and they made promises to Russia that NATO would not come into their backyard. And they've been pushing toward Russia ever since they made that promise. So uh, who has really provoked this war is the question. That's what Russia says 
part of this is about. They don't want NATO on their back door. They've also said that um, there are Nazis running the um, Ukraine, you know, and so mm-hmm. that's been their defense that they're kind of doing a military strategic operation, but at the same time, it's turned into a longer war because so many people have gotten their fingers into the war. So it's interesting. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot going yeah, on, and, and people get worried about this stuff. And of course, you know, we're, I'm, we're trying to say don't worry about it. There right. is a lot going on, but yeah. um, it's not that war at this point. Right. We'll see how it develops, and even when it does, Um, If you trust in the Lord, you don't have to be worried about anything. When he's on your side, you have a majority. We're going to talk about that and more on the other side of the break, along with how Pope Benedict um, said that homosexuality changed seminary. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com slash future or call 800 in time. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Seagal here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. The Russian bear has worn the German leopard, and that is what we've opened the show with. Uh, there's a lot of um, uh, speculation that this could be World War III or that it could lead to World War III. So if you have a question around that topic or any other topic that we'll be talking about today, give us a call. We'd love to chat with you. Again, the number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget also that we are taking a trip to Israel in a few months. So if you would like to join Dave and Jana and Doug and Tina as they lead a group of people 
uh, through the promised land, all through Israel they will go, and um, it's an incredible experience. We highly recommend that everyone goes at some point. You can learn more about our tour specifically at endtime.com tour or call 800-END-TIME and ask for Jana or Brittany. Uh, they will both be able to help you out with all the information that you will need. Um, so, Doug, this um, Pope situation, mm-hmm. there's a number of statements from the Pope. Now, we're switching gears dramatically here. We go from World War III to what did the Pope say. Maybe right. we could do a segment just called What Did the Pope Say? And Man, he gives us a lot of I could give you statements <laughs> from the Pope and then statements yeah. from, like, a rock star or something crazy like that, and you would have to guess which one said what. That actually would be kind of fun. That would be good. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this our current Pope... Uh, not our current pope, the, the current pope. Yeah. Um, he says that homosexuality is not a crime. Right. And there's a story where he did an exclusive interview with AP News, and he's criticizing the laws that criminalize homosexuality because he says it's unjust and that God loves all his children just as they are. And um, he called on Catholic bishops who support the laws that, that um, criminalize homosexuality. He called on them to welcome the LGBTQ uh community into the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that being homosexual is not a crime and therefore the churches should welcome them in. And so um, what are you thinking about this, Doug? Well, I mean, we we talked about this a little bit today too. We talked about the fact that he's saying that we're all God's children and, and we are all made in the image of God. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, but the Bible, you know, we've, we've talked about this uh, one of the things that uh, Jesus said was he came to seek and save that which was lost. And we can go all the way back to the Garden of Eden to find out what was lost, and it was sonship. Adam was a son of God. And after Adam, there were no sons of gods except for when they spoke of angels until Jesus came on the scene. And then uh, so we see that uh, when Jesus was saying that, that he was here to restore that sonship back to us. And there's tons of scripture in the New Testament that talks about that when we're born again, we become sons of God, and that's our inheritance is going to be the kingdom of God because of that. And uh, so while it's true that we are all made in the image of God, we're, we're not really a child of God until we're born again. And if you're born again, then you're not going to be a homosexual. And so it, it's kind of those things, it's, it's like... When Jesus was in the desert, Vince, and, and the devil came to him and tempted him and he twisted Scripture, it's kind of another way that Scripture gets twisted. And it's odd to me because we've got a man that is supposed to be in, in one faith, the representative of Jesus Christ here on earth. And, uh, of course, a lot of people know that we believe that whoever holds that office at the time the Antichrist is revealed, that person will be the false prophet. And it's because of statements like this that we can back that up along with Revelation 17 and 18 being Mystery Babylon is Rome and the Vatican. And and so uh, we can back up a lot of that stuff because of statements like this. But one of the things in that article that really caught my eye that I wanted to make sure that we mentioned there is that part about the United Nations has repeatedly called for the end of laws criminalizing homosexuality outright. The Pope is lining up more and more with world government. I mean, we see it everywhere. This whole Green New Deal where they went to Mount Sinai and they had the Ten Commandments of Climate, you know. And, and so we're watching the, the Pope and the Vatican 
line up more and more with that red beast that that woman's riding in Revelation 17. So stories like this always really kind of captivate me and catch my attention when I see them because I'm like, man, this is, if that's not Mystery Babylon just showing herself to us, then I don't know what is. And so very interesting. No doubt. What do you think about what the Pope had to say about um, the laws that uh, criminalizing homosexuality and that they're unjust. Give us a call and let us know. 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, you started to hit on it when you uh, talked about being a child of God. You know, Jesus came here and you, you, these disciples experience this trans, transformation. Yeah. You know, they, they dramatically transform. And, and to get that transformation, we have to be born of the water and of the Spirit. Right. And so when this happens, like you said, you're born again. Yes. It's this, it's this kind of an old term. You know, I like the story about Nicodemus. You know, it's like, hang on, born again? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> what are you like, about? <laughs> I'm bigger than my mom. Right. How could I go back into my mother's womb and be born again? Right. And of course, Jesus wasn't talking about physically being born again. It's yes. a spiritual experience that occurs. Right. And, you know, Peter and the apostles, they make it plain. Yeah. They, you know, there's there's a group of people that hear what's going on in the early church and they, they're pricked in their heart and they say, what in the world do we do? Yeah. And then Peter stood up with the 11 and he said, you need to repent. Yeah. Which means turn away. And yes. so if you come to the Lord and you... Um, are a womanizer. Mm -hmm. It's not even about homosexuality at this point. If you're a womanizer, right. yeah. well, when you're born again, you may still, there's people that are born again that then struggle with temptations. Yeah. They even struggle and make bad decisions again. Right. Well, you know, that's a different conversation about than the born again, but you continually repent. Yes. Um, but you leave and you stop being a womanizer. Yeah, whatever the lifestyle is. You leave it. Uh, yeah. yeah. There are people who are miraculously delivered from drug addictions. Right. When they're born again. Yes. There are people who are miraculously delivered from all sorts of mess. Yeah. When they're born again, they're dramatically transformed. Right. And so Peter stands up with the 11. He says, repent. Yes. Be baptized, every one of you, or as we would say in Texas, all y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and not, there's not one person here that doesn't need to be baptized right. in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. Yes. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Right. And so then we see what happens in the early church. Not only are these people transformed, but they're going throughout their communities mm -hmm. and they're telling people about what's happened to them. Yeah. And other people are getting transformed. And so you might be a homosexual. Yeah. I mean, the Pope, I would say, maybe have, has a little bit right here where... You know, if someone is a homosexual or part of the LGBTQ plus community, um, we shouldn't say you're not allowed in this church. Right. Uh, you know, I would say you need to come in this church like I needed to come in the church, like I need to come into this church. Right. Something's happening here where people are transformed just like they were in the Bible. And so I, I guess I would agree on that small portion mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter what lifestyle you live right now, but I want to help you be born again so you can right. get out of that lifestyle, yeah. whether it's homosexuality or any other thing that the Bible outlines as, as uh, not being kingdom behavior. Exactly. And, you know, even that gospel also says that this is for you and for your children and for all that are called, as many as the Lord God shall call, mm -hmm. and, and all that are far off. It tells you who that is for, that... Uh, you know, that repentance and baptism in Jesus' name and filling of the Holy Ghost, that's all for 
everyone. That's anyone that the Lord calls. That's another thing that the Catholic Church that has been said is anybody can go to heaven. You don't have to follow Jesus to go to heaven. All denominations can make it. All religions can make it. To heaven is, is the way that they look at things. And so, I mean, the Pope is, has told us that, that, you know, these other religions worship the same God, but yet they don't worship Jesus. They don't believe that Jesus is the Lord God. So uh, he's, he says these things and it catches our attention and it's like it just keeps happening. Now, in a day or two, we may get a statement from the Vatican that says, well, the Pope didn't really mean to say that because uh, we get that a lot when he says things. But he, he makes these statements and then they kind of backpedal trying to say, well, people are catching on to what he said and we got to backpedal from this. But I don't know about this one because... It's one of those things, like I said, the UN is behind and pushing as well. So very interesting because we know that that false prophet in the end times is going to line up with that world government and he's going to lead people to worship uh, the Antichrist, the world government, and take the mark of the beast. So. so it's critically important that you don't listen to us. Don't listen to us. Right. Don't listen to the Pope. Go read the Bible and see what the Bible has to say. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the Pope is going to make statements, and he does all the time. And we just did a show, I guess it was last week, where we said uh, the Pope contradicts the Bible again. Well, he does that, and there are plenty of people who speak about the Bible and um, God who uh, contradict what the Word of God says. So don't just take people's word for what it says. Right. Open your Bible and read it for yourself. Turn on your audio Bible. You know, you might have to pause Netflix for a little bit. You might have to get off Instagram or Facebook or whatever vice you're using on your phone. I know it's a time uh, waster. You can get on some app and three hours later realize that you, you know, wake up from what in the world you've been doing. How about pause this time and go actually read the Bible, listen to the Bible, watch things where the Bible's being read, whatever it takes for you to ingest this information, you need to do that. Don't just read what someone said about the Bible or listen to what someone said about the Bible. Go consume that for yourself, and we yeah. highly recommend that you do that. Now, Doug, the previous pope... Yes. Oh, wait, you had something to say. No, I was just going to say, we better clear Lay this it up. On us. We better, no, we just better clear this up because okay. I see some comments that are being made where... What do we, said, what'd we say you, wrong? You said the wrong pope, but we actually didn't because there's also this story from the former pope so Pope. I did say the right thing. Is you, that what you're saying? Yes. You yeah. made the comment, Pope, Pope Benedict. Benedict. That's yes, right. And that's correct. That's where we're going next. So let's hit that real Okay. Quick. Pope Den Benedict is not the Pope anymore. Right. We know this. He passed away on December 31st. Correct. We know this. Yeah. However, there's tons of written content from Pope Benedict mm -hmm. that he made an agreement with some, a publisher that said, don't publish this until I'm dead. That's exactly right. So he is dead now. Yes. And they are publishing his writings. Right. So, Pope Benedict, not the current Pope, Pope right. Francis, mm -hmm. he said a lot of things, but one <laughs> that we highlighted uh, right before the break there was that he said that homosexual clubs that had grown in popularity among seminaries and noted that seminaries did not encourage their priests to remain abstinent in the traditional view of the priesthood, but instead changed the atmosphere of the seminaries. Yeah. The Pope said, the previous Pope said that. Right, and, and the thing about that, that's talking about Catholic seminaries. So where 
people go to be trained to be priests. He said a whole lot of really bad things about the Catholic Church, which is probably why he wanted this published after his yeah. death. Uh, and, and people can go there and read for themselves and see all the things that he's saying. But he was saying in that, I mean, that's very important what you just read because he's saying to go and change the seminaries. That's right. Don't, don't go and let the seminary change you from what you're doing. They had homosexual clubs in the Catholic seminaries. He blamed it on the sexual revolution that started in the 60s. So this has been going on for a long time. Yeah. And there's there's been a lot of allegations we know come out of uh, the Catholic Church, and there's been a lot of people who have been prosecuted and uh, for crimes, you know, against children and uh, against females there within the church. And so some of that is what he talks about in this book. Well, let's say it's something else that he said. Okay. That is is um, you're scaring me, but all right, let's go ahead. Well, I'm not saying it. Okay. Again, don't trust sure. us. You go read what that old pope, the, the previous pope said. Yeah. Um, he also issued a warning against the more popular belief that all religions are morally equivalent. Oh. Okay. Not as nervous anymore? <laughs> Not as nervous anymore. Uh, argue, he argued that this erases the purpose of the Christian faith as being the sole way to obtain salvation. Benedict pointed out that the Christian faith must be viewed as a Greek word for the way. Yes. Well, man, the longer this current pope is in office, the more the old pope starts sounding like what we say, Doug. I know it. <laughs> the I know. way? Yeah. There is an AV way according to the new pope. That, yeah, exactly. And, pope. and that's what's interesting there is he was more in line with what the Bible said, Pope Benedict, than, than the current pope right now. And, of course, we know, and that's one of the reasons why we teach that in Revelation 13 when it talks about the other beast that uh, John saw, he looked like a lamb, which, you know, we know Jesus is the Lamb of God. Uh, the pope is considered, like I said before, to many people in the Catholic faith and not just the Catholic faith a lot of Christians view him as a representative of Jesus Christ here on earth yeah. and so um, he's going to look like a, the lamb or a lamb a very spiritual person but he's going to speak like the dragon we're, that's what we're seeing in that previous article we read which is why we bring that up it's a religious figure lining up with world government and what they believe and talking about things that are specifically mentioned in the Bible as being sins and he says, nah, it's not that bad. Yep. It's okay. It's okay, Vince. <laughs> oh, okay, Doug. <laughs> um, well, uh, you know what we're talking about. If you have feedback, if you have comments or questions, give us a call, 877 N times the number to join us, 877-363-8463. Um, we'll be taking calls after the break. In the meantime, I do want to remind you again that Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Fort Worth, Texas, um, tonight at 7 p.m., if you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area or I guess anywhere within driving distance or you want to fly, come on over. We would love to meet you in Fort Worth tonight. Go to endtime.com slash events um, to learn more about the venue and specific details around what's happening tonight at 7. Also, don't forget to go to endtime.com slash tour, endtime.com slash tour, or give us a call at 800-END-TIME to learn more about how you can join us for our trip to Israel coming up in a few months. All right, we're going to get into some uh, power grid talk, some censorship. That's really interesting what's going on, and there's some clips from Klaus Schwab that you really have to see. We'll be right back. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, 
The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We've told you how the Russian bear has warned the German leopard. We've told you that the current Pope, Pope Francis, is talking about homosexual laws being um, unkind. Is that what it was, Doug? I don't want to misrepresent. Is it unkind? I can't remember. Unjust, Unjust excuse me. Yes, I want to make yes. sure that's right. And then, of course, the previous pope who just passed away on December 31st, a number of his writings has now come out. He, he had an agreement where these writings would not come out until after he passed. And so they are coming out, and there's all sorts of tea that is being spilled, you could say. Uh, he said that homosexual clubs change the atmosphere of seminaries. And so there's a whole lot to talk about in that regard. And so we've shared that with you. We're going to get into Newsmax being canceled and um, the power grid attacks that are um, being threatened um, here in the U.S. and a lot more. And we're also going to be taking your calls. There are open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're going to go to the phones now. Timothy in Texas is listening. Timothy, welcome to the End Time Show. Hello, how are you guys doing? We're well, how are you, sir? Okay, listen, you pretty well cleared it up. I did call in because uh, you inadvertently referred to Benedict as making this comment. Just for the folks that may or may not know, Benedict was ultra-conservative. He'd be totally against this and was exposing the darkness. He was the, uh, the uh, defender of the faith under John Paul, the Polish Pope, and he was very, very conservative, so his writings about the seminaries is exposing the darkness and it is the current one francis who's the real liberal and uh, i appreciate you uh, uh, bringing uh, to light what this francis said just to clarify the situation so it's sort of like republicans and democrats benedict was the ultimate ultimate republican francis is the ult ultimate democrat and uh, i would like to if you uh, final thing is could you just sort of make a reference what 
what, not only what Francis just did say, you know, was the last week or so, and then where did he say that? I'd sort of like to hear that again myself. But I appreciate your clarification. Thank you. Thanks for your call, Timothy. Um, he's saying what Pope Francis said um, specifically about criticizing the law. Well, that story came out um, yesterday in an exclusive interview with the Associated Press, Doug. Mm -hmm. I think it was in Vatican City, as I understand it. Um, so, yeah, I guess to answer Timothy's question, it was in Vatican City, Associated Press exclusive interview. Yeah. If you search that, um, you would be able to find it. Um, it's, I think, I guess it's pretty well everywhere since yeah, Associated Press is carrying it. Yeah, Associated Press, it's, all I had to do was put that in there and that story popped right yeah. up. So. so that's how you can find it, Timothy. Thank you so much for your call. Uh, let's go to Joe in New York. Joe, welcome to the End Time Show. How are you doing today? We are well. How are you, sir? Getting older every day and feeling it, but you guys look marvelous as always. <laughs> well, we're listen, you know we're just the same, Joe. Getting older every I know, day. You, you look good. You look good. You <laughs> always dress sharp, and clean. <laughs> you know, I, I inherited literally all of Irvin Baxter's suits except for a few that uh, um, this museum wanted to feature. So. Uh, if I look sharp, it's because I'm wearing his clothes. That's good. That's good. That's a blessing. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, clear my throat, because I'm uh, probably going to get a lot of people upset by what I say. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Should this be a feature on the Joe Show only? Yeah, you're going to talk about Catholicism and the Pope. First of all, we keep hearing the, the term that the Pope, whoever the Pope is, is a representative of Jesus on the earth. That's blasphemy. It's not scriptural. Right. None of these. But you see, Catholicism is not scriptural. It was started by the Emperor Constantine. And if, any, if there's anyone who's born again who's a Catholic, I would tell them clearly, get out of there. It's evil. It's deception. All these popes, I don't care what they say, if, if somebody ends up in the office of the pope, he's being manipulated by Satan. I don't care if it's Benedict or Hernaldo Rivera. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, a, it's a deceiving set of circumstances that is called the Catholic Church. I grew up in it. It's evil. And evil can mask itself as the angel of light. But here's the bottom line. The Lord said that we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit to know the truth. Now, this, this last clown, uh, Francis, I don't know how much he reads the Bible. But he's not saying biblical things. I don't think he's born again. I don't think he's listening to the Holy Spirit. Now, we have to continually, and as the days grow darker, and we see more and more of the prophecies fulfilled every day, we see all these things coming together. We're going to see a clear line between those who know the Lord and those who don't. I don't care if, this, if it's this clown there in, in, the, in Switzerland, what's his name, Klaus, that, that monkey head, he has no idea how he's being manipulated. And he's just like the Pope or any of them that's buying into, into Satan's garbage. We need the Holy Spirit. We need to be born again. And when that happens, then we have to um, and totally immense ourselves into the Bible. We're supposed to read it and read it and read it till our eyes fall out. If I have to die, I want to die reading the Bible because it's the only thing that's going to be able to navigate us through this deceptions, because they're saying a lot of words that sound nice and very humanistic and pleasant, 
But unless someone has Holy Spirit in us, we don't know the truth. And the, 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 I, I, again, I, it doesn't matter who's in that office. If someone wants to be a pope, he's got <laughs> he's got to check himself at the door because you see that's absurd. I tell anyone, if you're a Catholic, get out of there. You're being deceived. Satan can manipulate anyone who is not born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, and reading the Bible. I've met Christians that say they're born again that hardly read the Bible. And you you guys keep saying, read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible. I'll say something. Well, is it in the Bible? Is anything Joe Castellino here in New York saying that is not scriptural? I base my life, my life depends on it. For 45 years, my life has depended on it, and it will till, I, till the Lord sees the right time for me to leave this earth, or he comes back. One of the two, like Irvin used to say, you know, it's in his hands. But we, we cannot, like, let these nice, gentle words, oh, everybody love one another. Well, we, we, we who know the Lord, we are the only ones that know how to love in a responsi- responsible biblical way and i'll leave it at that i I just want to encourage people be in the word of god if you're a catholic get out of there you're being deceived and that's all i have to say i love you guys and god bless you keep doing what you're doing i see the whole work across this nation god is god is building his his church all across this nation more and more voices are, are, are praying, interceding, decreeing the Word of God, and that's, that, that's what's got to guide us, the Word of God and our lives devoted to that. Nothing, nothing else. That. Stay the course. I love you guys. Love you, Joe. Thank you so much for your call. We always appreciate it when you uh, bring your perspective. And like I've told you many times, we need the Joe Show. That's what everyone <laughs> reco- everyone um, requests every time you call. So uh, there's got to be a way where we could work that out. But that's in uh, your court. So let us know, Joe. But uh, thanks so much for your call. We appreciate your boldness. You know, Doug, what would have happened if the disciples would have welcomed Paul in and said, you know, now that you're born again, you can keep killing Christians. I was wondering where you were going with that. Well, you know, that probably yeah. wouldn't have gone over no, very well. No, it would well. not have gone over And nor well would Paul want to do that. No, he would not. So, so. I was just thinking about yeah. being transformed again, you know. Yeah, all right. So that's all. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Nora in Missouri. Nora, welcome to the End Time Show. I've got a friend that's listening to a program, and she said the teacher on that says that Mystery Babylon is the United States. I wonder what you have to say about that. Hmm. I would I, I would ask where where's the scripture to back these things up that they're that they're talking about where, how do they know and what makes them believe that because scripture tells you pretty good clues about who mystery Babylon is and uh, it talks about the woman uh, being a harlot uh, so we understand that a lot of times during the Bible uh, when the Lord looks at a church he describes a true church as a virgin or a bride, but when he talks about a church that's fallen away, like he talked about when Israel would chase after other gods, he would say they went a whoring after other gods. And Mystery Babylon is called the great harlot or the great whore in the Bible. So it, it tells us that this is a, 
a woman is a church in scriptures like that. But then there's other scriptures where it says the woman is a city and the city sets on uh, multitudes, nations and tongues. So it's like a vast empire and that's what the Catholic Church does as well. It also says that the woman is a city that sets on seven hills. Rome is known as the city that sets on seven hills. It also says that she's robed in purple and scarlet. There's two ruling parties in the uh, Roman Catholic Church. Bishops wear purple, cardinals wear scarlet, and they're ruled by these two ruling bodies there in that church. And the list goes on. There's other things. The blood of the saints is on her hands. Uh, she drinks from a golden cup that has jewels all over it. And so, so many things point toward uh, the Vatican and Rome and uh, we just don't see any way that America fits any of those clues. Okay, thank you. Hey, Nora, if you uh, go to endtime.com slash Babylon, that's going to take you to an article that we wrote, which is titled, Who is Mystery Babylon in Revelation? It goes through what the scripture says, and then it gives you four clues as to who they are, and it breaks down what Doug said, uh, maybe in a little more... Um, in depth since he wasn't able to expound entirely on it, but it gives you all the references there and some uh, other interesting information. So check out endtime.com slash Babylon. That'll get you to our uh, Mystery Babylon page. Thank you so much for your call, Nora. God bless you. Let's go to Mary in Texas. Mary, welcome to End Time. Mary in Texas. Mary, welcome to Mary, you're going to have to turn your radio down or off entirely. We're getting the feedback here on the show. Uh, feedback. Hey. Mary, are you there? All right, we're going to have to put Mary on hold until we can figure out what that's about. There are open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. We would love to talk to you. We've been um, talking about World War III. We've been talking about what the, the current pope and the previous pope has said. There's some more information about Newsmax that just came out. Doug, they're, they're canceled from DirecTV. Yes. What's going on there? What'd they say now? <laughs> well, Vince, you know, uh, Newsmax says a lot of things that um, are not, um, I guess, part of the uh, normal media, <laughs> what, what the normal media might say. So, and, and we know, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of times they've had like anchors like a uh, gentleman that is actually on America First News. So uh, he... Grant came, yeah, Grant came out of Newsmax, and Grant is, you know, he's very uh, conservative and, and right-leaning and kind of tells it like it is and exposes a lot of things, and Newsmax was doing the same thing. They're not uh, as much of it going on nowadays. I think they kind of were told to cool their heels a little bit. I think that might be one reason why uh, Mr. Stinchfield left, but, you know, they didn't like the information they were putting out, and so DirecTV just canceled. Anytime you speak out against things like the World Economic Forum, it's gonna cause you some problems. Well, that's what we do here, and that's <laughs> yeah. part of what got Irvin Baxter blacklisted from the UN, but we're gonna keep telling you the truth no matter what um, comes from it. So we believe that's very important, and thanks to our partners, that will continue to happen. We'll be right back. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. 
My name is Jana Roberts. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-ENDTIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash events. Dave and Jana will be in Fort Worth, Texas tonight at 7. We'd love for you to come out and meet them there. Uh, Dave's going to be teaching a brand new lesson called Understanding the End Time. It's an overview of the new series that's coming out, and it's one that you certainly don't want to miss. Plus, you'll get to be there and uh, ask Dave some questions and just get to know them a little bit better. So make plans to come out to Fort Worth tonight. Again, go to endtime.com slash events or give us a call at 800 endtime. We'll be happy to help you out over the phone for any of those details. Also, we're taking a trip to Israel again. Go to endtime.com slash tour to learn more about our Israel trip. We still have a few open lines, so if you'd like to join us, there's time. Go to uh, Give us a call at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Deborah is watching in Texas. Deborah, welcome to the End Time Show. Um, hi. Um, I hope you two gentlemen are doing well. We are well. I hope the same for you. Thank you. Okay, I just wanted to make a comment about um, the Catholic religion because I, I heard this, and I don't know if it's true, but I heard that um, it's actually older than Constantine. It actually goes all the way back to the time of Jesus and before that. It's, um, it's a, a mystery. Babylon is the Babylonian religion, and the Catholic Church supposedly came out of the Babylonian religion. And uh, even the, the, the little uh, cracker that they eat, um, you know, when they're doing the, um, what do they call that? Communion. Communion, thank you. I'm drawing a blank here. Anyway, um, that the, even that cracker has three letters on it that go all the way back to that Babylonian religion as well. So I heard this. I don't know if it's true, but I thought it was quite interesting. Hmm. Well, that is interesting. I haven't ever heard that either, Vince. <laughs> so that's something I would have to research. I haven't ever... Uh, had that yeah, information. Yeah, I, I would. I would hope maybe Joe knows he could call in and say <laughs> something about that. Even, but yeah. he said it started with Constantine, and I, I kind of disagree with that. I think it was around a lot before earlier than that. But well, anyway, that's all I wanted to do was just make a comment. All right, Thanks for that, well, Deborah. Thank you for your call. Now, Doug. All it's, right, thank you. You have a good rest of your day. Thank, thank you. You too, Doug. It's interesting because you know. We know that the Catholic Church as an organization, you know, was not around the time of Jesus or before. However, it is an interesting point to think about that spirit that 
was yeah. in Babylon. Right. And of course, um, we talk about the Catholic Church, the Roman Catholic Church being history Babylon. And so, um, you know, this spirit is certainly infectious in a lot of people and has been for thousands of years. Yeah. Now, the Antichrist, that's a different conversation. But, you know, I guess I'm happy to say that, well, I'm not happy, but I would I would be fine to say that, you know, I may not be able to argue against that that spirit that was infectious in Babylon is, is still happening today. Right. And is part of what was formed there with the Roman Catholic Church. Well, you know, to connect it with the original Babylon, the empire that came and, you know, took Jerusalem captive, I don't know if I would agree with that, but I would go even further back to the Tower of Babel and, and believe that's where that spirit came from. Because Even further back to the serpent in the garden. Yeah, no doubt. But definitely Babylon, uh, the Tower of Babel, because that's what the people were doing. They were mm -hmm. trying to establish their own rule yeah. and their own law to where they didn't have to do what the Lord said anymore. They could build this tower up and they didn't have to worry about him flooding the earth anymore. Sure. They were protected and that's what they were trying to do. And God saw that and scattered the people and confused the languages. But th that whole thing, to me, that's how we know Mystery Babylon is this system because that was the system that the devil was trying to put in place all the way back at the Tower of Babylon. So interesting uh, to, to think of it in those terms as she was talking about that. I was thinking, you know, more Tower of Babel. Sure. All right. Well, Thank you again for your call. Let's go to Missouri. Sue is watching in Missouri. Sue, welcome to the End Time Show. Thank you. Uh, I've got a question. The Seven Trumpet War, I'm getting it confused with the Battle of Armageddon because I was thinking those spirits came out of the Euphrates River uh, for the Battle of Armageddon, but I think I'm wrong. Right. And Okay, so just to kind of clear it up and bring everybody where they can understand, the six trumpet war, not the seven trumpet war, is okay. is World War Three. That's going to be the the next major war that we see. We know that that war happens before the final three and a half years before Jesus comes back, because there's scripture in there that explains to us in chapter ten. Now the war is seen in nine in Revelation nine, and in ten John sees a vision of one that has their foot upon the shore and their uh, foot in the sea and they lift their hands up to God and it's the same vision that Daniel saw. It's the same exact vision. In Daniel we're told that the end would come after time times and a half a time which is the timing of the great tribulation and John asked the same question and is told it'll be at the time before the, uh, the seventh angel sounds his trumpet. So it tells us that there's going to be a three and a half year period at least between that war, that six trumpet war, and the Battle of Armageddon. Okay, so we believe that it's going to happen before the peace treaty is signed, and that will be actually seven years before the Battle of Armageddon. Now, the reason why you're thinking the uh, Euphrates River is because that is one of the seals before the Battle of Armageddon. That is how the kings make their way into Israel. It says that uh, the great river Euphrates will be dried up to make a way for these kings to come in. So that's why you're uh, seeing that Euphrates River and you're thinking the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, right now there's something going on there with droughts and the, 
the dams that they're damming up to preserve water in Turkey that's causing that Euphrates River to dry up, but that is not the same thing as what is going to happen there before the Battle of Armageddon. So uh, there, there is drought and there's some things going on there, so we're seeing some of those waters recede and they're finding things in the Euphrates River area, but that is not the same thing as what's going to happen uh, when that seal is, or when that vial is poured out and the Euphrates River is dried up, okay? So there's three and a half years difference between those two wars? At, at least, but we believe seven. Okay. Okay. All right, thank you. I appreciate that. All right, thank Thanks you. so much. All, all right, Mary's got things squared away. Let's try again. Mary in Texas, welcome to the End Time Show. Yes, hello. Hey, we can hear you loud and clear now, Mary. Welcome. Welcome to you. Um, I want to give you gentlemen a hats off. I'm trying to make this brief. They're doing a good job, even though some things I don't agree with. But I don't know. I'm praying God will open your eyes. Thank you. One thing is about, it's funny you're talking about this. I'm a radio listener, and they were talking about this Pope thing, like you are. So now, my, now Mr. Pope is trying to push his way over to Africa, the continents of Africa. Because I remember, if you remember, remember when the, uh, uh, the uh, this head of state had a, a summit for Africa? Mm -hmm. They're not getting on board. They're not good fellows. So now he's trying to wean his way over there. There was a time in the past the Pope was accepted anywhere he can go. They can bother him. Now he may not get that greedy. Because some those guys in Africa, they don't play it. They're not having it. Yeah. So I hope he don't get accepted over there. Another thing is, uh, 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 because he, he, like, uh, he said, like I told him, he's the last pope. This is it. Whether you want to believe it or not, what I'm saying to you is going to come back. This right here, this guy here, he's going to run with the Antichrist. And the reason why, another thing, he's pushing this agenda, these globalists and Claude Shards and Mr. Hitler and all of them and that ideology. Because this Antichrist, like it says in Daniel 11:36. Go back all y'all, do, do your homework. He's not going to be partial to women. He wants to be God. He's not going to have no desire or regard the God to his father, hair religion. And no, the woman is not no Catholic church. It's not that, not talking about that. They want, they want everybody to accept this because he will be that. And they're going hard at it. Well, Mary, thank you Come for on. your call. Now, we do agree that the Pope will run with the Antichrist. And we certainly say that um, we don't believe it's this specific pope, but it certainly could be. So thank you for your call and your perspective. And do keep praying for us because we need all the prayer we can get. Uh, we certainly appreciate that. And we do pray for all our partners as well. And anyone that submits requests, you can go to endtime.com contact. Our team gathers together every single morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. And we pray for requests that come in through that form at endtime.com contact. Um, so do that if you have a prayer request. Uh, we pray for our partners every single morning. And uh, we have a great time together here with our team in prayer. And we will certainly pray for your needs in that regard. Now, Doug, there's an attack on power grids that's going on. We've got a few minutes left here. And uh, I doubt we have time to get to everything that we had hoped to in that story specifically. But it seems so important because of, you know, we've talked about Klaus Schwab saying that there's probably going to be an attack on power grids. Yeah. And so this story feels like it's an important thing to talk about <laughs> as we wrap up today's show. Yeah. Um, 
we, we've had clips in the past of him saying this, that it's amazing either he is a very good prophet or maybe he's behind some of this stuff. But uh, yeah, he makes a, a plead and tells everybody, imagine if we have this, uh, you know, this attack, cyber attack on our power grids and it shuts our power down. Well, this article comes from the CBN News and it says that U.S. power grids are getting attacked more and more. Uh, frequently and, and our that, system is so vulnerable mm -hmm. well and they were saying and there's there's kind of a video that I don't know that well we probably can't get to the video but well, we've got time we've, we've you got show uh, that? just over two minutes well let's the hit short that one yeah let's Klaus Schwab one. let's show Klaus let's right. show what he said about it we all know but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. To use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. I think Klaus got an email there. I think he did, right in the middle of that. Uh, so anyway, I mean, Vince, it's, you saw when that video was made, it was 2020, right? Yeah. And that was at the World Economic Forum, which mm -hmm. they just did that for this year, last week. And he's telling everybody, this is what we can expect in the future. We can expect to have this happen and that COVID would just seem like a bump in the road, pretty much. I mean, small in comparison to what could happen. So... When, when you look at this, they were saying on this, uh, in this other interview with the people talking about the power grids, our power grids here in the United States are very vulnerable and they're old. And a lot of times the only thing protecting them is an old fence with just a padlock on it. And so uh, it's, it could happen in this country. Well, what would that mean prophetically? Anything at all or is it just world government agenda stuff? I believe it's world government agenda stuff. It's yeah. it's it's there. We don't see that in scripture, but man, there's a lot of people that talk about, you know, darkness coming, so yep. they may be right. All right, don't forget to go to endtime.com/events. We'd love for you to come out and be with Dave and Jan in Fort Worth tonight, and don't forget to go to watch.endtime.com uh, to watch thousands of hours of content on End Time Plus. And of course, endtime.com will give you thousands of articles totally available for free. We'll see you here tomorrow for Open Line at 3 p.m. Central Time.